Hey, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. My name is Graham Day. And this man that I thought out of the corner of my eye was picking his nose. He wasn't even scratching his face. It's the man that we call. <laughs> I genuinely thought he was dug in. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, right in the, right in the, right in the beginning <laughs> of the podcast. Welcome, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Welcome in. Mr. Chucky Boy 1234. Look at that VIP badge. Listening away. What a guy. What a guy. How's things, Chucky? How's things? Uh, by the way, if, if you're watching this live on Twitch, uh, do me a favor. The next time you see, uh, actually, right now, click on Chucky's name and hit follow. Because the next time you see he goes live, just 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 pop up in his chat, say hello, just linger for a few minutes. Uh, it's pushing for that affiliate grind, uh, so all all help would be good, would be good, would be good. Anyway, welcome everyone. My name is Graham. This is Bib, uh, the Bib in a box, and hello. together we are part of Ice Cream Uploads. Uh, and this, in true ice creamy fashion, is the scoop, the UK's number one video game podcast, even if we do say so ourselves. I mean, we do say so ourselves, but, 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 but yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, we're going to give you our thoughts and impressions from the biggest, the best, and the breaking stories from the world of video games right here, right now, live on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. We are live. We go live at 10 a.m.-ish each and every single weekdays. It's now seven minutes past 11, but it's fine. We got we went live at 10.59, so it's 10 a.m.-ish. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we go live at 10 a.m.-ish each and every single weekday with this, our live show. We turn it into a podcast that goes out on YouTube as a video and then audio podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play a little bit later on. So if you're listening, watching on demand, hey, how are you doing? Feel free to hit the like button and all that jazz. But if you are live in the chat, use your voice on behalf of everyone else that can't get involved right here in the debate with us right now. So, Bib, yesterday, mm-hmm. yesterday, mm-hmm. something seems to have happened. Something, something from a, from I don't know, a, a cap perspective. Something seems different about you. What, what could it be? Uh, it, it looks like I'm a little bit more on brand, if I'm being honest, Graham. Um, but yes, I now possess a cap thanks to you and your driving. Yeah. Uh, so, Bib now has an ice cream applauds uh, baseball cap. The irony is that I didn't wear mine today. Uh, Fuck's sake. <laughs> um, yeah, it's because we're... You chilled, we're you your hair. Uh, yeah, ish. I did, but then I always get it, like, trashed by uh, the headresting on my hair. Um, nothing but, like, whiff, whiff. Oh, got the sound of that. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we're off out later on today, so I've just kind of, like, I've done my hair, but I need a, I need a trim. I need a trim. It's at the point where it's, like, it's, it's not too bad on the sides, because Daniel did the, the sides and stuff for me, like, last week before, but uh, the bit on top, because I'm using like a wet look sort of hair product, it just kind of goes, <laughs> so it all just kind of flops flat. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, one cap on uh, on the ice cream, one cap cap. <laughs> Don't know what that says. I can't read. One cap cap. <laughs> one cap cap on the ice cream. Uh, uh, you know. There's a one cap cap. Is that what you is that what you're saying? So I can't wear my cap. Is that what it is? If it is, I got there eventually. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was like, must try to compute. <laughs> can't figure it out. Uh but morning Tina, welcome in, welcome in, welcome in. Um so yeah, speaking of the cap, I'm not wearing my cap today. My cap uh is actually downstairs with Danielle. See if she's got it on. I know what you'll like, babe. I know she's watching, she'll have it on. <sighs> um but if you want your own cap, your own ice cream uploads cap, we uh we put some posts out yesterday. I'm absolutely not prepared for this, but I will get prepared. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even think about putting this on. I was going to do it at the end of the week, but it seems it seems pretty logical to show it now. Okay, so for those of you that may have missed it yesterday, we announced this. Uh, so, well, actually, the other day um, when Bib was streaming PGA, we announced that the loot drop will be coming, and there's the loot drop. Yeah, 
the loot drop. So for those of you who don't know the, what, what the loot drop is, um, the loot drop is this. Monthly subscriber rewards. One lucky Twitch subscriber will be picked at random from the Ice Cream Uploads Discord, and they'll get a prize each month. So if you're an Ice Cream Uploads subscriber, um, make sure you are on Discord. And if you're on Discord, make sure you've linked your Twitch and your Discord accounts. That way, we'll be able to see if you're a subscriber on Discord, you will get given the role and you will have access to the private areas on our Discord, which where uh, where we will drop in game codes, like we've dropped in a bunch of Rogue Company codes in there already. We will also drop in the details of the first loot drop winner. So the first loot drop will be taking place on the first Monday of next month. So the tweet on the screen says, we'll pick... Um, one times ICU subscriber to receive a special prize on the first Monday of each month. If you're a sub, make sure you've joined our Discord and link your Twitch Discord accounts to be included. No, you need to be a sub at the time of each draw. So the first sub uh, draw, the first loot drop, uh, as you can see here, uh, this month's loot drop will be for a limited edition Ice Cream Uploads baseball cap. Only 15 exist. There's five of each style. The Blackout baseball cap that I have. The Blue Dodger style, which is on there. Uh, the Blackout snapback hat, which Bib has. Um, and you'll get to choose... Oh, 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 one second. Bib wasn't on screen. Do that again. Do it again. Yeah. <laughs> um... And you get to choose which one of the three styles you prefer. The winner will be picked on the 7th of the 9th, 2020. That is the first Monday of uh, September. So that's the 7th of September. Uh, so make sure you're subbed to ICU to be in the draw. If you're not a subscriber on the uh, 7th of the 9th, then it doesn't count. That's the only way we can do it. You can't really do anyone that's subbed within that month. Say if you were a, subs a subscriber on the 1st of September, it runs out on the 2nd. So you're like, was well, I in, in that month? that's just gets messy so you have to be a sub at that point in time for it to be applicable uh other than that you don't need to do anything else if you're a sub then you're already in the game if you've already linked it you don't have to do any extra entries and stuff it's just a way for us to reward the people that that help support the channel uh, by subscribing so yeah there you go this month's loot drop is a limited edition ice cream uploads baseball cap but it doesn't stop there we also shared um go back uh, we also shared uh, we have a cool little video, as, as we tweeted last night. Uh, do you know what? I'll, I'll keep it on, Twi uh, on Twitter. We have a cool little video coming at 8.30pm. Uh, it gives the details of stuff we've added to our Twitch and Discord to make sure you guys have fun ways to interact with us and so that we can give a little bit back to our subs too. Plus, it all features, also features some special guests. And ta-da! There is the post. Um, so the post, I won't play through it because it's a full uh, two-minute, 20 video, although we had a couple, a couple of seconds off to get into it. Uh, Twitch's um, video-ness. Uh, but yeah, the video has uh, some special guests in it in the likes of Bateson, uh, Manny, and uh, a long-time friend, uh, Vincent Fallow, who's a Konami cosplayer. Uh, well, not just Konami. I know him from work with Konami, but he's a Metal Gear cosplayer, a Silent Hill cosplayer, and everything a lot wider outside of Konami too. Anyway, he's he's an accredited voice actor on, on a number of games. So if you play a game, uh, the German version. The chances are Vincent Fallows probably been on it. Anyway, he's a voiceover artist. He did the voiceover for it. Bateson and Manny did cameos. And we actually tried to get um, Pirate in as well. I don't know if Pirate... Pirate's probably not here this morning. But we did message Pirate months ago. I didn't tell him what for. But I was like, any chance you can do me some little uh, bit to camera wearing your ice cream uploads hat or something like that? Because we want to include it in there. But anyway, we didn't get it done in time. Lockdown, he needed a haircut. You know what it's like when you need a haircut and you don't want to be on a video. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, we would have had an extra special guest in there as well in the form of Pirate. But it didn't happen. But you know what? It's fine. It's fine. we got the video. It's there. It's on social media. Check it out. It's really good. It's really good. I'm quite quite proud of it. The uh, uh, 
the guys that got involved, so Bates and Amani did that completely free of charge because they're lovely people. They like to help uh, other channels grow. And our editing guys absolutely smashed the shit out of it. So GG, everyone involved. Everyone involved. Chucky says, I adore that video. Great work. Thanks, Matt. It's Pat. It's Pat. Anyway, let's jump into some news, you know, for the self-promotion stuff. Uh, let's go into what's happening in the world of video games out there because there is quite a bit to get through. Uh, I, I say we won't have anything as emotive as we've had for the last few days uh so we had the the fortnite um epic uh versus um apple like battle yesterday which was uh, quite a big debate and the day before we had the um the loot box sort of thing which was quite a big debate as well this one is still is something that definitely is divisive but probably not as emotive i mean we'll see how things go on anyway we'll jump into the news the first bit of news written by andy robinson for vgc says all future oculus devices will require a facebook account existing users have two years to merge their accounts the company confirms so oculus vr headsets will soon require users to log in using a facebook account starting in october Everyone using an Oculus device for the first time will require a Facebook account, the company announced on Tuesday. Existing users will have the option to merge their Oculus and Facebook accounts. However, if they do not do so before January 1st, 2023, some functionality will be lost, Oculus said in a blog post. After that date, those without Facebook accounts will be able to continue using their device, but without full functionality. Purchase content will be accessible. However, Facebook said it expects some games and apps may no longer work. All the future unreleased Oculus devices will require a Facebook account, even if you already have an Oculus account. Uh, giving people a single way to log into Oculus using their Facebook account and password uh, will make it easier to find, connect, and play with friends in VR, Oculus said. We know that social VR has so much to offer, and this change will make it possible to integrate many of the features people know and love on Facebook. The blog post claimed that the majority of users are already logging into Oculus with a Facebook account to use features like chats, parties and events or to tune into live experiences in Oculus venues. We're also making it easier to share across our platforms, if you'd like, it said. For example, some people already have the option to live stream or share their VR experience on Facebook and soon you'll be able to use your VR avatar on other Facebook and technologies it, it added we understand that this is a significant change which is why we're sharing the news early we will update existing users who choose not to log in with a facebook account as we get closer to ending the support of oculus accounts in 2023 facebook will use information related to the use of vr to show personalized content including ads it said uh interesting news to start the day babe uh, as i jump yeah. into the split screen uh what are your thoughts uh, I think this is a, a very, very bad move on their part. Uh, the article, I, I, I've this, this news broke yesterday, um, so I was reading through it yesterday evening, uh, and noticed that the, the there may be some things that are left out of there, but it also maybe uh, people <clears throat> like Tito that says that he's been a little cynic. Apparently, it will uh, the Facebook because it's VR, it will want to scan your front room and stuff like that, and you have to send ID in to confirm that that is your account so you can't just create a throwaway facebook account to be able to just game game on like they don't they, from my perspective it feels like they don't want to build an operating system like playstation network or xbox live for you to be able to um <clears throat> invite your friends to be able to play they'd rather just have facebook do all of that for them um so I, as far as i'm aware again i'm not i don't i have never used an oculus drifters like I, well, sorry, I tell a lie. No, I didn't. 
it's a HTC Vive uh, arcade club. So I, don't, I genuinely don't think I've ever used an Oculus. Uh, uh, was that, an uh, Oculus Rift. When we when we played Beat Saber, that was an Oculus. Uh, was that an Oculus or was it an HTC? No, that one was an Oculus. They might have had a HTC previously. I think they did the first time, but at that time it was definitely an Oculus one because I was asking the dude like what what I needed to run something like that, and he was like, "No, no, it's fine. Yeah. You could run all that on yours." But yeah, that one was an Oculus, not not the wireless one. It was the one with the wires and mm. shit. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So okay, so the only time I ever used it is in a very small situation uh, at a games arcade place. Um, but I don't know what their operating systems like. I don't know whether or not you can have uh, an Oculus account and invite your friends from whatever operating system that they use on there. I don't know why they'd want to. I mean, Oculus is now owned by Facebook, I think. So that's obviously yeah. the biggest reason why they want to be able to have everything in one place. But for me, it's just a massive barrier of entry. People. There's a lot of people. I I have a Facebook account and I use it for work. Like I don't use it for anything else. Facebook to me is dead in my eyes. I don't want to use it for anything. I have family on there and I have people who I've worked with. I don't use it for anything else. I very rarely post on there. Uh, and the only time I actually log into Facebook is to look on the marketplace for a new set of golf clubs or something yeah. like that. Um, but I don't understand why you'd want Facebook to be your biggest, like. Why would you want to use that? I mean, if Facebook over in the UK, it may not be as big as it is in the other areas of the world, and that's probably what the demographic that they're aiming for. Um, but yeah, for me, it's it's one of the biggest biggest moves that they're probably going to make in terms of damaging their brand. Um, but who am I to say that I don't have any of the data, I don't have any of the stats to back that up? It's just from my own personal experience. Yeah, so it's very interesting to see where it goes from there. It is interesting. I mean, when you you mentioned Facebook. Um, not being as big in the UK as it is in the other countries. I mean, obviously, we're not, we're not saying that Facebook isn't big in the UK. It's massive. But just compared to um, the, the size and scale and, and how embedded it is in, in, in other countries, just for a very, very simple example, I, I think I've maybe seen Facebook out-of-home advertising, which is like advertising on bus stops and, and billboards and things like that, in the UK maybe once or twice. Um, every time I've been to... Uh, uh, America and that includes uh, South America. So I went to Argentina for a Pez League event. Facebook just just randomly on bus stops and stuff like that. Like you would see Oasis summer fruits everywhere plastered around the UK um, or McDonald's uh, posters or something. Facebook is everywhere like that. Same thing in in North America. Uh, no summer fruits, mate. Summer fruits. Oh, <laughs> behind Bibby on the scooter. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think. There is a lot more marketing around Facebook, probably because it is more integrated. And there, there definitely is a regional thing in terms of some some areas of the world absolutely use Facebook for everything. Some areas of the world, it's kind of seen as an older audience thing now. Uh, people that grew up with Facebook, i.e. me, um, when I was in uni and college and things like that. And then now it's just something that I just put pictures on. Facebook is definitely an aging social media account in, in some areas of the world. However, um, I think this could be a way of them trying to change that. So Mixer has gone and partnered with Facebook Gaming. Um, Facebook will have had to have paid something there. Probably not what it's worth because Mixer was kind of over a barrel. Facebook will have paid something to have that partnership so that they could take Mixer partners and continue with that. And it probably gives Microsoft some preferential content stuff going forward or Microsoft gets some preferential placement going forward for future games or something like that. Um, but they will have had to do something there to take that rather than just letting everyone just instantly go to Twitch, which most people did anyway. Uh, not everyone, but a lot of people. Um, 
So they've, they've taken over Mixer's partners with the Facebook gaming uh, content store. They've now... Uh, well, they, before that, they took over Oculus. They're now pushing people to use Facebook to use their Oculus. They are trying hard to get people to mm. use Facebook as a gaming platform. Um, but and we've spoken about it on a few things in the past. I just... I'm not a fan of that. Don't force me to use mm-hmm. something um, for something that is that it wasn't intended for and doesn't work as well for. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 the only reason I can see them doing that, like you're saying, they don't want to build their own platform for it. They don't want to make an Oculus Live marketplace, yeah. or, or, or like you've got an Xbox Live or the PSN dashboard. They don't want to do that stuff because they have arguably a much better uh, system that's much more integrated in Facebook. But having yourself tied in with all of that data stuff, that's what they're doing it for. I mean, Tito mentioned something where it says, there we go. The cynic in me says it's just about data, but not about the user. But I'm old and cynical. No, I, I think I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah, they I can agree. market to you better if they can tie you to a, a profile they have on you. It, they know what pages you like. They know what people uh, you're friends with. They know where you've checked in. And they know what other people have checked in. They use all of that stuff to build a, a digital map on who you are, what you like, what you're interested in, and what yeah. makes you spend your money. Um, and by doing that, they can then just go, okay, rather than just being a guy that's got some strange glasses that makes him play a video game, okay, this is a person that we have 15 years of of marketing de- uh, data on, and we can we we know how. Um, not only to sell to you, but what games we need in the future to be able to better sell to you and the audience base as a whole. So some of it is good, but a lot of it is just yeah, it's 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 corporate profit games and stuff. But that's the thing that like when it, whenever I go to play games, like I don't play games as Michael Bean. I play games as Bibi or We've Got Rubinho or whatever. Like when I used to work at my old place, my friends used to take the piss out of me because of the like on my Facebook account or my Twitter account or something like that, where they go, I'll be, they'll be sat there like, oh, does any of you lads want a, a 1967 uh, Manchester City shirt for your Pro Evo game? Because they didn't have, they had, they were like 10, 15 years older than me. They had no idea what putting kits in Pro Evolution was. So they just didn't take the piss out of me. So my timeline now on Facebook, if I had an Oculus, is just going to be full of me playing games. It's just going to take up the entire timeline. The, the, my nieces and nephews know how to use Facebook more than I do. Like I have no idea. Like I don't, I just don't use it enough to be able. Can you can you create a profile in there as Bibby so like it doesn't go on my actual timeline? I can go in with a generic username and just play my games. Not that I'll be doing anything that I don't want to get caught doing. Do you know what I mean? It's just you're taking it away from everybody else's eyes. Like you don't want your timeline being spammed with you playing a video game. Hence the reason why I have a Twitter account that isn't attached to me and my family. It's basically for working in video games yeah uh, it's exactly the same with me i have a personal twitter that's personal to a point i understand that as someone that works in the video games industry that someone that works in social media that someone creates content and as someone that occasionally has to be the mouth of brands um uh my epic has just kicked in for some reason <laughs> okay uh, someone that occasionally has to be the mouth and messenger of brands i could potentially get hit so i have an account that until a few years ago you would never see any mention of danielle or chloe purely because chloe was a little child i didn't want any sort of because you know what people are like on the internet if they come for you they come for your family because they've got absolutely no morals or respect so i kept a distance as chloe was was young i mean she's still young she's only she's only uh like just left uh, primary school um 
But now she's at the age where I know if she saw something, I'd be able to ex- explain that that's ah, just a dickhead. Fuck off. Um, so now I, I don't mind mentioning that she exists. And she's been on some streams. And she's streamed in this room alongside me kind of thing. Um, so it's kind of uh, gone off a bit there. But I have two Facebook accounts. I have Graham Day uh, for personal. And I have Graham Day for work. And the work stuff is like that you will get a lot of... Uh, the, one of the good things, one of the best things of working in video games industries... Um, hate on social media, you laugh, he says Asim. I mean, I mean, I mean, Asim will know this point. Uh, one of the best things, and Bib as well, uh, one of the best things about working in the games industry is the event side of things. Um, I mean, the tiring, you end up coming back with, with all sorts of lurgy, you ache like feck, you sweat like hell. Um, uh, talcum powder, by the way, if you ever go to a games industry event, that's all I'm going to say. Um, but, um, like one of the best things is you meet a lot of people, so you get to speak to people that play the games, passionate people, people that, that, are immense cosplay. Vincent Fallow, who did the voiceover stuff on the Ice Cream Plus trailer, I met him at an event. Really, really nice guy. Stupidly nice. Like, um, I mean, he did, he's, a, he's a paid commissioned voiceover actor in major video games, and he did the voiceover for the Ice Cream Plus trailer for free because he's just a nice guy. That's that's it. He he, he understands. It's a passion project. If it's a passion project, I don't want any any money. It's, so, yeah, fine. Boom. Smash. Uh, so you meet lovely people like that. Um I've got to say this without sounding like a dick. You also meet quite a lot of lovely people that are <laughs> maybe scary, <laughs> um, but the nice people and the, and the scary people all send you friend requests and stuff, so they can continue conversations after that, and and that's fine. But when you've got like pictures of your family and things on there, and some of these people you you know, some of these people you you're aware of but don't really know, you don't want everyone having access to all of your personal life, i.e. Facebook. So you, so I create a second account for that. So anyway, the point of that is you don't necessarily want everyone having access to everything just because of video games, and that's exactly what Facebook are asking for. It's like okay, yeah. we. We, we understand that uh, you don't want everyone to have access to everything, but just because you want to play uh, Fall Guys in VR, we need to know what you bought from Amazon Marketplace uh, 17 years ago. Why? Why? Uh, yeah. That's the thing, though, because there's a lot of people who will use their aliases like I do. I use Bibit, and it's no secret that my real name is Michael Me, and everybody knows that now. But my alias and my nickname, and it has been, Bibby wasn't just a nickname that I chose to go online with. It's been my nickname since I was five or six years old, uh, knocking about with my mates. So it's not it's not something that I made up to go online with. So if I'm, if I'm a streamer, a full-time one that has uh, a unique username that nobody really knows their full, their full name, if they stream VR games on Oculus now and they have to sign in with their Facebook account, all of their real-life data is more than likely going to be showing up on the stream at some point like there's no way that you can probably get away from that so it's just a massive security error from their side like they've if they've inherited uh oculus to go into facebook gaming that again is where they lack their market research that's where they've not done any kind of research just think actually we need to protect these people in the first place so it's just a massive gap for them to be able to now have to reevaluate i have a really really good feeling that after the backlash that they could potentially be getting from this that everything's going to change and they will end up reverting back they may not have to make their own um like oculus live shall we say they may not make their own format with that and they may not have to link it but they will do something to try and put a security protocol in place to stop people's uh data being leaked because that's essentially what it is you're at some point you're going to have your facebook account on your screen if you have to sign in with it it's going to say hello michael mean and then it'll show like maybe show your timeline of where you live and things like that so it's 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 very odd that they want to be able to try and dox people without 
doxing them because they're not necessarily doing that. They're giving you the tools to be able to do that to yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I completely agree. Just run through some comments then. Uh, uh, David says, it seems like it's getting to be how long uh, till you need to uh, to log in to get the full use of a control pad. Um... Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so basically, do you know what? That's a good point. One of the things it does say is some of the games and functions might not work properly going forward. That is an absolute sidestep. Like, uh, they know things won't work. Uh, they know that certain games or apps or whatever aren't going to work. They're planning for things to not work. But by putting that loosely and vaguely now, they can go later on. Well, we told you back in uh, 2020 that it wasn't going to work. <laughs> it's like, no, you didn't. You didn't specify anything in particular because you knew that if you mentioned that specific features wouldn't work, you would get slapped. What they mean is any online is not going to work. I don't know if that was in there or not. Uh, None of that stuff. That's it. Um, so after that, those without Facebook accounts will be able to continue using their device, but without full, quote marks, uh, functionality. That's it. Full functionality. Full could be anything. Without full functionality, you could have 1% of functionality, and it still works, but not with full functionality. Uh, so, so if I'm playing PUBG, I could log into the menu. I could change the way my character looks, but I can't get into any game mode. That's functionality, but not full. <laughs> I'm not playing the game. I'm playing clothing simulator. It's, it's a completely different thing. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I, I agree with David in that bit. I, I reckon there will be some things where you have to... I mean, not even reckon. They've said there will be any new devices will require a Facebook account. Any existing devices, um, they're happy to go. So... Bib says I, if we could see a change coming from this. You know, I'm not sure, you know. I mean, I, I agree. I could see them kind of going, like, having a bit of a wince in terms of, oh, okay, go on, go on, fine. But it's almost like the Xbox, um, the Xbox always online DRM stuff for the Xbox One. Everyone hated it. I don't want to always be online, plugged in all the time, uh, digital only. What are you on about? And now we're in a world where it's normal. I do think what some of the stuff that they're trying to do is good in terms of that always on and getting you connected to apps and, and the big uh, stuff uh, that comes, uh, all the stuff that comes with the big system of Facebook. Being plugged into that from a logistical standpoint is is actually really cool. The the possibilities that you get there are amazing, but it's all the crap that comes with it. Nobody trusts Facebook, and it's all about the data. It has to be, and that's the issue. Is nobody wants Facebook to have their issue, uh, their data on who they are, what they uh, when they play, what they whatever, whether they're going to use it for fucking malicious Cambridge and Analytica crap, so they can change who gets into be the next president of the United States or whatever, or whether they just use it to sell you an in app purchase. Nobody wants that. Um, and that's the reason why yesterday I was seeing people responding to tweets from Oculus saying, okay, well, this is the part, of the, this is when I get my first Facebook account then. Um, for my dog, uh, I don't care if I lose all of my previous purchases. The chances are I will probably have stopped playing those in two years' time anyway. Um, but I don't mind losing all of my uh, previous purchases to have nothing that you can have my data on. So I will create an account with the, with the name of and the picture of my dog, and that's what I will use to link up to my Oculus account. Um, so yeah, there you go, there you go. That's 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 just the general feel. Uh, anyway, jumping back through the, the comments, Jojo Lean, good morning. Uh, uh, hello, how's, how's things? How's things? How's things? Are you sticking around for Masters of the League? Uh, 
Uh, there you are, there you are. Um, Lake says, yeah, this really sucks. Makes me think if I ever will buy an Oculus. Also, hi. Hey. Tito <laughs> um, says, if it's not t- TikTok, I'm not interested, Kappa. Uh, why else would Facebook be interested in VR? Facebook are a data broker, not a gaming company. I mean, they are and they are. Uh, they are a data broker and they are a gaming company. Um, ish. Yeah, well, yeah, ish. They definitely you've got, you've, got to... wonder, you've got to wonder, though. Like, Facebook gaming has been around for so long now how they haven't managed to kick on yet. Like they just seem to be taking two steps forward, uh, two steps forward, five steps back. Like it, Facebook hasn't even come close to taking down Twitch. The only people that did was Mixer, and look where they ended up. I mean, like they, they it, do... I, for me, it's, a, it's the research. They don't do enough of it. They don't know what gamers want. They just think, ah, oh, that would be cool from a corporate stand, side of things. There's no functionality that make it cool for anyone to want to be able yeah, to that's stream it. on Facebook. Functionality is the is the key thing. Um, look at how cool Stadia is. If you tell me what Stadia should do. Tell any gamer that's interested in, in in the future of gaming, online gaming, card gaming, whatever, what Stadia should do, they would be hyped. Tell them what Stadia actually is, and they're like, oh, great, not bothered. Uh, so that's Facebook gaming. Facebook gaming gives you the, the, the potential to do wonders, and Facebook do take it seriously. They've had, like, um, do, you, do you remember Celebrity Squares, the TV show where you basically got, like, nine boxes and you've got different celebrities sat in them? Facebook basically had that set up at Gamescom a few years ago, but with influencers in glass boxes, people streaming straight to Facebook from their, from their glass boxes. And it was, it was like, oh, this, they're actually doing something. They're getting content creators in. They make it so they're visible. They make it so people can get involved. I know that's a normal thing now, but this was fairly early on in, in the, uh, the influencer using Twitch streamers as content creators and, 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 and Facebook streamers, obviously, as content creators at live events. They were, they were kind of pushing the envelope there. What, the, what what for? What were you doing that for? You got the influencers to push the messages of... Oh, no, there is no real message other than Facebook gaming exists. Okay, well, you got there, you, you got the idea, but you didn't have a product. You didn't have a function. What is the meaning? What, what do you want us to do? Why should we stop doing what we've done on Twitch where we've invested in substreaks and we've got emotes and we've got communities and relationships? Why would we give up on that? to go to yours when there's nothing there other than yeah. content creators, which I already have people that I watch. So well, it's like, a, uh, we met Wizai obviously at a Sniper Ghost Warrior event. Uh, and I've been over to his streams and watched them before, but every time I comment again, I comment as Michael me and I don't want that. Cause he, he's like, hi Michael. But if you've gone as Bibby, he'll know exactly who I am. Cause we follow each other on social media. He knows me as Bibby and it was Wizai. I don't know his real name. Um, so it's it's just little small functionality things, pieces like that that I think they need to get right and they need to work out a way to separate Facebook gaming from Facebook so that you don't have to be able to do both things. If Facebook gaming, you had to sign up to a fresh account and I could go in with Bibbit, I can get on board with that. I'm more than happy to be able to do that. I will create a separate account and be happy with that. I've got no problems. They can scan my room for whatever they want. All they're going to get is a picture of Sonics and a WWE belt. <laughs> I'm more than happy with that. However, if I have to go in and then open my uh, directory up with all my friends that I went to school with, that I've worked with, that uh, I've met at events and things like that, that I am not okay with. Uh, James, by the way. That's his name. <laughs> you what? I said James, by the way. That's his name. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I do actually know his name, but I didn't really want to say it. <laughs> that's how it's, it's, yeah, yeah. He's, he doesn't have that. I mean... I hope he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Let me check it. Anyway, um, let's jump back through the chap. Uh, chap. Chap. I said that because I've just seen Chapper's name. Let's jump back through the chappers. <laughs> uh, K. Got Golads. Uh, Golads will come back from Master of the League later. 
says Jojo. Thank you very much, mate. Uh, all in all, one site will be a hacker's paradise if they can breach it, name, date of birth, bank details, all in one place. But exactly. It's only, it's only recently that that's happened. They've been taken to court for all this stuff, haven't they? Very, very recently. So it's that's what I mean for them to be able to go to a court and have to battle through all security processes, then say that everything that you're going to be doing is going to be a security breach in two years' time. It, you have to wonder who's making the decisions. Um, now, as we've got some comments, kind of coming back to what I was talking about a few minutes ago about how it can be malicious. Uh, I used to get people commenting on my family members and friends' Facebook, Instagram accounts with insults and Pez hate. Fun times. The internet. It's it's amazing. Social media is amazing. Imagine 20 years ago. Um, or let's go back to about, about 30 years, probably 25 years, I don't know, somewhere in that sort of like Piers Brosnan uh, is James Bond in GoldenEye, a film that was massive, genuinely massive. You couldn't chat with Piers Brosnan. Now you can see Piers Brosnan posting fucking like weird viney gifts and eat memes and stuff like like well, there was one the other day where he had a cup of coffee or something that popped up um can't, can't remember the context of it but but you can literally reach out and probably not get a response from him because of the numbers game but there is a potential that you could just chat with Piers Brosnan that's that's it yeah. Gary Witter Bibby uh and I have a, a bit of an affection for him uh Bibby for his um for his favorite slogan which sounds a little bit like this if you ain't making moves, you're standing still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me just because he's got a fucking world class room set up. But plus, he also directed Rogue One, which is nice. Um, but um, at Rogue One, at Rogue One, should I say? So anyway, um, I reached out to Gary Witter talking about camera lenses the other day. He responded, da da. <laughs> so like just <laughs> shit like that. I wouldn't be able to do that twenty fucking twenty years ago. I know, I know you wrote the Star Wars film, but can I just ask you a question about what camera lens you're using? So yeah, yeah, of course, mate. Yeah, yeah, nice. Um, so like, that's amazing. But then. You post a picture at your 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 cousin's wedding or whatever, and someone jumps on it going, "Ask him, you're a dick, mate. You're the reason that that the, the nets are like they are, <laughs> or whatever." And it's like, seriously, uh, seriously. Okay. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, just want to confirm, Asim actually does program the nets every single year, and he has developed the net technology yeah. from Pez three onwards. Just say, just say, so, so. It, it doesn't, it doesn't even work there anymore. But he's the one that goes onto football pitches and gets like the three D renders and the capturing, and he's the one that's booting the balls into the back of the net to get all the scannings and the the nets just floating about and shit. He still does all that. He'll, he'll tell you that he doesn't. Yeah, but he does. He, he lies absolutely. Like, like when you see the the pitch, like some 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 people say, like the grass looks good on the pitch. Asim's responsible for picking up each one of the. Uh, <laughs> they're allowed to pick three blades of grass to use as their their color palette, and Asim chooses the three blades. So if you're not happy with the color, that's exactly why. Says he doesn't work there now. That's ex no, he doesn't really. It doesn't really. Just just for the caveat, Asim does actually work at two K now. So, so <laughs> you're allowed. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, this is a very small tangent, but. Um... Believe it or not, I actually read a book uh, about eight years ago about the way that social media came about. Uh, and remember, do you remember, does anybody remember like the MSN days? Like, I feel yeah. so sorry that my brother will never get to experience trying to pull a bird on MSN. But anyway, the, the worst thing is, is like, like you said, you try to explain it, and they go, "What's it like?" And and the the one word that you have to say, but you don't want to say, is Skype. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like uh, the um. Like asking for people for the radio and ASL and stuff like that, the kids will never get to experience that. Anyway, um, there was a book that came out, and I can't remember who wrote it. It was something. It was someone lent me a book about social media because I was obviously trying to get my degree in it at one at one point. Um, but 
it was a book about someone who was creating like a, an experience, like trying to get more information, a deeper dive in social media when it was first starting to come about. And they got a hundred people in a room and they got to create a fresh account. Like they didn't have to do it. They didn't have to put the real name or anything like that. And like 98% of people chose to not be themselves. They chose to be someone completely different because it's, they don't have to be themselves. It's completely anonymous. They'd rather be anonymous than anything else. So I don't understand why people this day and age now still are trying to force people to be, you know, themselves. Like I, I'm lucky enough that I can be myself because I am a massive knobhead and I, I can afford to be able to do that. And people will still take me seriously, unfortunately, for them. Um, but <laughs> but people people have the right to not be a hundred percent themselves. Like that doesn't get that doesn't mean that they can get away with being racist and free speech doesn't necessarily mean free speech because you have to be held accountable for every single thing that you say, because it is still you that's saying it. Like regardless of whether or not you're using an IP tracker or a VPN or whatever it is, you can't get away with absolutely everything that you think you can get away with. That's not the case. But if you can't, you should still have the right to be able to be who you want to be or be known as who you want to be. Regulations nowadays has been people calling for people having to put their passports forward to use social media. And to a degree, I kind of get that because it's the only way that you're going to be able to try and catch people for hate speech or whatever it'll be going forward. But ultimately, the internet is the internet. You can't get away from that. There is no way that you are ever going to be governed by anyone for using the internet. It's not possible. You yeah, can't do that. It's, it's, so, it's so cross-border as well. The laws in different states in America are different. Um, so how could you be governed by something on the internet when the laws from state to state in one country differ? Never, let alone country to country as well. I mean, I do, I do, I, I agree with the sentiment of the uh, the passport linking and being made to like give your name on social media uh, accounts. I agree with the sentiment behind that. There was a footballer the other day um, who was attacked racially, and he was basically saying, if people get away with it, then people are going to continue to do it. If there's no mm-hmm. uh, risk. Uh, in it for them, then then what? That what? It's just pure reward. I can be my nasty, hateful self and don't get any discipline. Jobs are good, and um, mm. so I, I completely agree with the sentiment. I do, I do agree as well in terms of um, that's a slippery slope in terms of freedoms and 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 expression and and and, and all that sort of stuff. It's it's, it's a conversation we're not have now because we've only got fifteen minutes left of the hour and we still got loads of more stories to go and and it'll take forever. I mean, I I am for and against it in differing ways. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, the internet is full of assholes. Asp says, "Not gonna be honest. I don't miss it talking about the uh, the hate from previous. That I understand that. Uh, uh, good point. I, I want to keep my name off the books just because. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. We know. We know. We all know what you've been up to, Lake. So yeah." We know it's fine. Uh, I, do, I do find it odd how people object to things like Facebook, but then will sign up to store reward cards. Um, why do they think company give them stuff? Do they think it's free? Exactly. I want to see what your purchases are. Uh, not only your purchases, I want to know your email address so I can remarket you. Um, mm-hmm. You're getting that ten percent discount because if you make one purchase, then you've covered that ten percent off of ten future purchases. So, ta-da! There you go. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's how it works. So, good morning, squires. That video was class, by the way. Thanks, Pez Luke. What a guy. What a Thank guy. Um, shout out to. Uh, um, Dan and potentially others in the uh, the the digital team that were uh, involved in putting that together very very much appreciated. Um, uh, good day, John Snow. 
You know nothing. Uh, you can show your support by... Oh, that's ice cream up. Well, never mind. I'm reading our own auto-tweets. <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't a prototype for a Facebook prison? I don't know what you were talking about now. <laughs> Sin, you... Are the reason that my modded uh, in Hellas Verona Stadium as a flickering pitch on my end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tilo says, I'm old as shit. I remember dial up and Netscape Navigator. Opening pictures was like printing, watching it load line by line. <laughs> Do you know what? I remember that stuff. Uh, I, I fucking dial up internet sounds. <laughs> I remember my mate Gareth. Um, uh, don't speak too much anymore. He's uh, a mate on Facebook, though. Go ahead, there you go, speaking about that. Um, it, he was one of the first friends that I ever knew had internet and it was really, really slow dial-up stuff and it was slow. Like, like there was dial-up was slow, but then there was slow dial-up. He had slow dial-up. Uh, I remember waiting forever for, I can't remember what, some game online to load in. Not even the game, just, just the welcome page loaded in and then his mum used the phone and it knocked it off. We were there literally about 45 minutes waiting for this page to load in <laughs> and then his mum just rang, rang someone else and it's gone. Fuck! <laughs> Uh, for some people, video gaming is a way of escaping who they are or the pressures of who they are. Exactly, that's true. That's a big point. I mean, do you want to always be Michael Meehan or, or Graham Day? Sometimes you want to be Grey Day and Bibby and, 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 and that, that's it. You don't want to be that. It's just completely understandable. Uh, Tila says, Amen, Bibby. I'm all for free speech, but anonymity leads to behaviour uh, we wouldn't do in real life if we could be identified. It's a difficult balancing act. Exactly. I mean, in, in society, you're allowed to walk around. I mean, we, we're all anonymous right now. We're, you're allowed to walk around with a face mask or, or a balaclava or sunglasses or whatever. Uh, so anonymity is fine, um, but you're not allowed to be a dick. If you've got your sunglasses and your face mask on, but then you start setting fire to something, uh, then you'll probably be arrested. Uh, but the internet, it, it's, it's not the same sort of thing. It's harder to police in that sort of way. So there is, there's nothing wrong with anonymity. There, there's, there's something wrong with hate that is unpenalizable. Uh, and that's, it's, it's, it's broaching that gap. Uh, I have a rare name. If you knew my name, you'd be able to find me as there's uh, no one to my knowledge with my name. Uh, it's my last job. I couldn't even, uh, in my last job, I couldn't even give it out just in case. Oh, really? Uh, I'll give someone 10 shiny pennies if they go figure out what Tilo's username. I'm intrigued now. You can't do this. Um, David says, social media is a spin-off of social engineering, the same tactic used by con men. If Facebook was monetized, it would be a pyramid scheme. The more friends you add, the more you get. The Celebrity Square setup uh, might have been a prototype Facebook prison. Ah, there you go. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. <laughs> I mean, not very good because it was glass front and, and open doors on the back. They all got out. But yeah, you know, that, that's, a, that's a metaphor for Facebook gaming, if anything. Uh, anyway. Let's move forward. So from, from one thing controversial to another, um, we'll try to go through this. I mean, we'll try to keep it light on this. One, because it's a pretty heavy topic and we've not got long left. But two, because we chose this article because it's actually based on something some pretty serious. Um, but the way it's written is quite, it's quite good. Written by Ethan Gash for Kotaku uh, UK. E3 apologizes after sexist tweet gets uh, ratioed. Is that, is that the word? Okay, I've never heard ratio views like that. Anyway, <clears throat> the article goes on to say, it was the best of times, 
It was the worst of times. It was one of those times when the three gremlins in a trench coat controlling the E3 Twitter account uh, tweeted something so insulting and ridiculous that all you can do is screenshot it and wait for it to be deleted. At 11.37am ET, that's Eastern Time in America by the way, this morning the E3 Twitter account, which has over 2 million followers and is presumably controlled by the Entertainment Software Association, which is the ESA, who is uh, responsible for everything e3 pretty much uh, a video game industry lobbying group tweeted out uh, great list of games women gamers are playing any of your favorites make the cut uh, it also linked uh, to a recently published list over on parade's website of 20 online games that women enjoy uh, then there's a quote within the article that says girls love gaming just as much as men it begins. Ah, yes, the two genders, uh, girls and men, uh, before going on to cite the statistics from ESA that nearly half of everyone who plays games are women. It continued. While online games have no gender attached to them, and many women enjoy everything from a puzzle quest to a sports match or fight-oriented game, there are some games that female players tend to gravitate toward. Uh, it was a fine list which included games like Sayonara Wild Hearts, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Overwatch and Spelunket. You know, Woman games. It might have been better received if a good chunk of the list didn't seem weighted towards reinforcing stereotypes that women, that well-known monolithic clique uh, or clique, uh, would rather shuffle jewels or go dancing than blow off demons' heads with a shotgun. Diamonds are a girl's best friend, begins the entry for Bejeweled Classic. Am I right, ladies? <laughs> <For sake. laughs> uh, it took the E3 tweet a little over half an hour to pick up steam, at which point it was quickly uh, ratioed. It must be right. Uh, I don't know the final count, but at some point there were at least 6.9 thousand cumulative retweets and quotes tweets a little over four times the, the number of likes nice at some point after that the tweet was deleted and e3 apologized we messed up the video game expo wrote uh, we are taking down the post and apologize for perpetuating a harmful stereotype we will do better the original list of gamers uh, games for women was also taken down or at least hidden in some way a link for it embedded in a separate parade list of 26 best games to play with friends for fun while social distancing also a fine list uh, simply redirects back to the social distancing at, uh, listicle the esa did not immediately respond to a request for comment about who has been leading e3's early 2020 uh, 2010 style twitter presence e3's not e3 appears to be going not well okay i butchered that last line e3 is not e3 appears to be going not well there we go um so yeah absolute facepalm clusterfuck gg e3 <laughs> so 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 e3 um basically told women to play colorful games uh compared men to girls uh and and nothing else in between uh and that's just the tip of the iceberg. It was, it was a little bit shit. What are your thoughts, Bib? Uh, you know, the one of the best features about Facebook now, uh, about Facebook, not about Facebook, about Twitter nowadays, is that when you click the retweets, you can see the retweets with comments and without. Reading the retweets with comments on there was just an absolute blast yesterday. The amount of people that was giving shit out towards it, like the the list. Uh, the only thing it was missing, I think, was Dragon Veil. Vale. Um, that's what Samantha used to play all the time, but. Yeah, it's, I don't understand how people can generalise. There is a million and one different kinds of uh, people who will be playing the different kinds of games. You can't just stereotype like, oh, it's Candy Crush, that's a female game. Um, but yeah, it's very, very odd. Very odd behaviour. And I can't believe a company like E3 would even consider posting something like that. Um, because if it wasn't already potentially dead after this year, they must be on life support now. That's the thing. Is they probably they didn't mean it maliciously, 
fair enough. Benefit of the doubt. They didn't mean it maliciously. Like, not that it excuses it being so so blatantly shit, but uh, they didn't mean it maliciously. And if that was a, a content creator or a, um, a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not not a, not a proper news site, but like a volunteer news site. I can't remember. I completely lost the word I'm looking for. Fan media, basically. Put it that way. If it was a content creator or fan media, that kind of thing. Um, where people are trying to be nice and, and going, do you know what? Let's celebrate uh, women gamers. Yeah, what they could play. If if they were trying to do that but completely miss the target, you'd be like, okay, we, we know we can see what you try to do. Fair enough. Um, you may not have the grounding um, to. It's like it's like trying to have a, a debate on politics or religion or or, or race. Or gender, uh, without having the knowledge about it, you just you're better off just not having that debate and going off and getting the knowledge. Uh, and if that came from a fan news site, you'd be like, you just be like, oh, do you know what? You've missed the mark. Let's just ignore it. Uh, but this is E3. This is run, run by the ESA, the industry body that controls. What's the actual like uh, the name? Uh, Sanford again. Uh, the Entertainment Software Association. That this is basically the the. I don't know if it's an actual recognized government body, but it's basically the governing body of all video game stuff in America. Um, they govern all video game stuff, and they don't know that men and girls are, are go side by. No, what? 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 You're either a man or a girl. Uh, you're either a fully developed male or just a just a young female. Uh, there, there is no akin to being a, like a man if you're the only other gender out there. It's yeah. It's it's just. I mean. Chloe's sat playing Fortnite right now. I can hear it yodeling. You probably aren't hearing it from the uh, the RTX. I can hear it. <laughs> when people get downed. Um, me and Danielle go out and play Pokemon Go. Uh, Danielle's played Pez with me. Uh, we both play Fall Guys. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, is, is she a girl or a man? Which one is she? I mean, she's she's doing man things, but whilst being a girl. So how does that work? I mean, is Chloe a girl and Danielle a girl? Are they both girls? How does that work? So, yeah, this... Like you say, it's it. If you're reading between the lines, kind of thing, you think, ah, oh, do you know what? It's 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 not that bad. Uh, but when you realise who is writing it, that's what makes it atrocious. It's it's this is the ESA. That's that's what makes it atrocious. But when I say it's not that bad, you can get you get what I'm saying. It's it's the way it comes from. This is the ESA E3, the biggest celebration of video games in the world. Doesn't know how to celebrate the people that are attending the, the games conferences. GG guys, well done, nailed it. Uh. Me and Beth, uh, well, actually, I know, Beth, uh, was one of them overcooked. <laughs> Me and Danielle play overcooked. Uh, just haven't for a while because you know we nearly got the divorce. Uh, no, we still got. We finished overcooked actually. We just haven't started overcooked too. Uh, Pez Luke says, "Geez, my girlfriend plays FIFA and Fall Guys. There's no such thing as a woman's game." Exactly, exactly. Uh, just, uh, just base list like that on statistics. Simple. There you go. Uh, stats always help. Um, as well as the phrasing around it. Uh, me and Beth are going to be doing a FIFA 21 co-op career mode like we had with FIFA 20. Women's uh, women's games are all games. What is this study, for fuck's sake? Um, it can't be offensive if if you list the games that women are literally playing the most. How do you know that, though? Uh, that's it. I mean, if, you, if you're if quoting a reference like, like, like a study, if you were um, doing the... Uh, uh, like you'd get in some sort of psychology study or whatever. If you did a study that, that had a big enough sample, we're not saying you're seven mates who just play Candy Crush because that's what that fits your narrative. If you've got a big enough audience out there that says 80% of a study of 10,000 uh, 
female gamers uh, that we ran online. Obviously, there is ecological validity there um, in terms of how valid are those results because you've picked them from online people only. There's a lot of gamers out there that don't ever go online or won't take part in online polls and stuff. So all of any any test result uh, lacks ecological validity in that sort of sense. But but yeah, that would be much better than just going um, Candy Crush. Uh, how about how about Ironing Simulator and make me a sandwich? Uh, you might as well have had shit like that in it if you wanted to go that fucking way. Um, Asim says this was the best tweet I saw in response to it. Let's have a look. <laughs> what what Ethy th- uh, thinks uh, women gamers are like? Do, is is this is this TOS? Is this safe to yeah? Switch? I'm a woman gamer. Anyways, I love The Sims because I can just relive my divorce over and over <laughs> and over again. He didn't sign a prenup, so that worked out for me. Candy Crush. I fucking love the game Star. Oh, you get the idea. We'll leave that there. That was good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> This is e E three, ladies and gentlemen. E three. There you go. Uh, um, stereotypes about girls in gaming. I saw articles like that don't help. Overcooked is a stressful game to play as a couple. Don't do it. It's not worth it. Nah, it's fun. Actually, when you get it right, you feel like fucking bosses. You're angry at each other for like ten minutes. When you get through the level, you're like, "This is the woman I married." <laughs> and then, and then you go straight into the next level, and it all begins again. You're like, "Fuck." <laughs> uh, if they wanted to do something relatable, uh, should an article where they spoke to prominent women in the industry give insight to what they do and what they currently play much better and respectful. 100%. See, that that was so easy and so logical. I mean, it's almost like it was too easy and logical to just, just do things right. But oh my God. Uh, anyway, let's move ahead. Let's move ahead. Uh, we'll try to fly through the last article so we don't sit here for another hour and a half like we did for the, last, for the first two shows this week. Um get rid of the discussing now is the next article once again written by andrew robertson from vgc says ea play um access uh, will launch on steam this month uh, subscription service is the first available on steam uh, so electronics arts has confirmed that its ea play subscription service uh, service formerly known as ea access will launch on steam on august the 31st ea play will be the first sub- uh, gaming subscription service available on steam priced at three pounds 99 per month or 19 pounds 99 annually it offers unlimited access the full versions of more than 50 of EA's back catalogue games. Excuse me. <clears throat> Subscribers also save 10% on EA digital content, including full games and DLC, and get access to their exclusive trials of new EA titles before they launch, with in-game progress carrying over to the full game if they choose to buy it. EA player members also receive unique perks, such as early access to FIFA 21 trial from October the 1st, plus vanity items from Star Wars Squadrons, such as the Interceptor Elegance Helmet and the Ashen Monarch Starfighter paint job set. EA currently offers a similar PC service for its own digital subscription platform, Origin. EA Play is also available for Xbox One and PS4. Electronic Arts has rebranded the EA Access and EA Origin subscription services as EA Play from today. Origin Access Premier will also be changing its name to EA Play Pro, and then the annual live event, previously called EA Play, will now be known as EA Play Live. The company announced last year that it would bring its games to Steam, uh, starting with Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order on November 15th. Nice, simple, easy article. Do you know what? I like that. I, I like... Let's let's get away from the actual the benefits and stuff from it. I like the fact, from a brand perspective, EA Origin, EA Play, EA origin uh origin access premiere uh and all of that sort of stuff and then uh, you play live and all thrown in 
I like the fact that there's just it's just much more simple now. EA Play is everything in one, and then EA Play Live. We're talking about the Xbox Game Pass getting X Cloud and Game Pass and Xbox Live and Xbox Live Gold and and I'm merging into one and just being much easier branding. I'm all for uh, that from a branding perspective. My only worry with things like this is you would buy the game to get access to the game. Uh, oh, nice, I bought the game. I've got access to the game. You now buy the game and three ninety nine a month to get access to the game first and you get it early. But what happens when everyone gets that? They will add something else to be the early, early guy and then everyone gets that. And then so, so I mean, it's, it's good. It's good because you are getting... I mean, it's, it's cheap. For, for 19 99 a year, you will get access to EA's games on PC or or um, whatever platforms. That's 50 games. Uh, some of them old and, and you probably won't want to play, but if you get access to the new stuff as well for 20 quid, it's like Xbox Game Pass. It's a good deal in gaming. Um, but yeah, stuff stuff where they promise the early access stuff, that stuff, I'm just... It doesn't wash with me because that is only valuable when it's rare when it's an, an, an extra when it becomes the commonplace then you have to get the value elsewhere so if everyone has it how do you differentiate by adding more cost and uh, that's so yeah i'm never a fan of early access for for people that have paid subscription stuff but i do like the content side of things what are your thoughts baby are you going to sign up to ea play well, they've got they've got the I've got obviously now got the opportunity because it's in Steam anyway. Not that I wouldn't have done it if I was that interested. I would have done it a long time ago because obviously you can play FIFA a couple of weeks early and they're getting involved with the beta and blah, blah blah blah. What are Steam getting out of it? Do you think that they're going to be getting a very small percentage out of having it on Steam? Do you reckon they've got an agreement? Yeah, uh, I absolutely reckon that's the case. I mean. It- I imagine it's probably not a small percentage. Um, we could be. We're probably talking like the thirty uh, percent Epic sort of uh, Apple kind of thing. Because in that case, Steam are delivering uh, the whole service and allowing people to play online using Steam uh, and so on in that sort of sense. So they've got to be getting some sort of cut from that there. Uh, yeah, I'd imagine I'd imagine they're taking a decent chunk of it anyway. But then again, it, it is EA who are massive, so they may have obviously battered down for a smaller fee. Um, but yeah, I mean, it could be interesting to see whether, uh, like this becomes the first subscription service on Steam only. Do we think this could could travel over to Xbox? I mean, I'm not sure if it would actually. I was going to say, would Xbox do a Game Pass for PC only? Not sure that their idea is you you get into their their infrastructure i suppose so yeah i've just answered my own question could we see xbox <laughs> having a steam only thing probably not uh but but yeah it is interesting it's interesting i'm pretty much they definitely got to take a cut from somewhere they wouldn't have a subscription model if it's the very first subscription model that's been added to uh to steam steam must uh, must be taking something off the top absolutely i mean we had this discussion yesterday with fortnite uh, and epic games on the mac and ios store they've been taking a cut you would like you would hope that stay well i say hope don't hold me to that but um you would think then uh that steam will be saying if you're having a subscription when you're making money through our thing then we have to take something off the top of it yeah they absolutely they absolutely will be doing um closing that there we go. I'll put the discussion now. I wasn't going to put the discussion now on because we were not going to spend too too long on it. But I've just seen Salty Dog drop in and say, "Yeah, play question mark." Um, um, 
but I wasn't sure if that was worth discussing now, so I'll put it on anyway. Um, Tito says, I'm pretty much now in the state of mind if it's EA, I avoid it. Too many disappointingly average games where you know they'll be emptying your wallet. Um, Salty Dog. Um, also, well, good morning, Salty Dog, by the way. Um, and everyone else who have not uh, called out. Um, da, 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 da. Yes, they tend to do uh, 10-hour trials only for new games. They add games when they've been out for some time. Um, okay, Chapa says, I wonder if this is going to be like how EA games are on console where you need to sign into Origin to play them but you can launch them and play them uh, without the Origin app. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, the fact that they're getting closer to PC, the fact that Origin exists, that's like having your Epic account, uh, your Konami ID, your Origin, things like that. I can, I can definitely see a need for Origin to still be there. Um, but yeah, uh, that will be rebranded as EA Play going forward. But... Yeah, yeah, I think I think you're probably still going to need that that sort of signing. I imagine you definitely. I don't know. I don't know. Unless unless it's a case of you can just link your Steam and your yeah, play accounts now, and then that's the way it works. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Shales says, "Afternoon, guys. Is EA Play cross-platform? Uh, sorry if already discussed. I just signed in. I have EA, EA access on an Xbox, and I was disappointed to see I needed a separate subscription for a PS4 EA, EA access. Um, I don't think it." Is but I'm not entirely sure. Um, I mean, the fact that they're charging three ninety nine and nineteen ninety nine for the subscription service on Steam, there is no mention of cross platform there. So it sounds as if, yeah, you are paying it uh, on a platform by platform basis. But I actually don't know. If anyone does know though, please feel free to uh, to let us know. If you can give us the information, I'll give you a PS four ball signed by Thierry Henry because uh, Pez DNA yeah. doesn't want it at all. Uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. I won't really, by the way. I won't really. Just saying. Uh, anyway, let's move ahead. Let's move ahead. Just just minimizing things on the screen. So I can get the next article on the screen, which you should be able to see now. Uh I'm I'm not I'm not leaning back. I'm picking things up. <laughs> well, let me just uh just just just, just minimize for a second. Oh then look it's a it's a Pez four football. Oh it's it's like it's like it's like it's really old and, and it's like someone doesn't want to inflate it just in case it dies. Oh there's pen marks on it. Written by is that say a Terence Henry? Terry Henry. Yeah, T Terence Henry. Nice, nice. Uh, sorry, Shales. Sorry, Shales. Sure. Uh, that Shales is an Arsenal fan, by the way, and a big retro Pez fan. So that so he wants that ball, but but yeah. Anyway, <coughs> delayed Crisis Remastered is reportedly hitting PS4 this week. Uh, written by Tom Ivan for VGC. Uh, the article says the title's release was pushed back following a negative response to leaked media. Crisis Remastered will be reportedly released for PS4 this Friday. That's according uh, to a roundup of this week's new PS4 releases from PlayStation Access, the official YouTube channel of PlayStation UK. Publisher Crytek has yet to officially confirm the release date, but a tweet on August the 14th hinted that an announcement was imminent. The wait is almost over, and we promise it will be worth it. Please stand by for future intel, it read. Uh, uh, video. Is... Video is private. Okay, nice. Um could... <laughs> Co-developed by Crytek and Saber Interactive, the game was initially due to release for PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Nintendo Switch in July. While the Switch version did release on July 23rd, the other versions were delayed following a neg negative reaction to a leaked video and screenshots. Your passion for the Crisis franchise deserves an undeniably high-quality game, and we are committed to delivering just that, Crytek said at the time. To ensure that we meet that commitment, we will need to delay the launch date or platforms and a trailer premiere 
by a few weeks. Crytek went on to claim that the extra time until release would allow it to get Crisis remastered up to the PC and console breaking standard you've come to expect from Crisis Games. We hope you understand what we're up to and that you stay with us while we take the time to make a few more improvements, etc. According to Crytek, Crisis Remastered will feature high quality textures and improved art assets, including an HD texture pack, temporal anti aliasing, new light settings, motion blur, and more. Bib. Thoughts? Uh, surely a game that was at one point the pinnacle of like PC gaming. They are not going to stealth drop this on Friday. They cannot do that. I know they've got a lot of shit for the first builds of this game that people were saying that it didn't look that great. But I do not see the point in them having to stealth drop this. We, we know as well as anyone that putting games onto a marketplace takes time. Like a Nintendo one will take longer than a PlayStation one and a PlayStation one may take longer than an Xbox one. So it does not make sense for them two weeks ago to start putting these games through the through the mills, shall we say, to get this released. A stealth drop on Friday does not make any sense to them. I don't see I do not see the point in it. Yeah. I agree. It's a big enough franchise for them to warrant at least some kind of marketing leading up to it. Like get get the, the get hype moments that now apparently will not exist. Uh, it's it's a very peculiar thing. I can't see this being the case, if I'm being honest. Yeah, it's so. For those of you aren't aware, Crisis it mentions within the article um, uh, the quote that they said: "Your passion for the Crisis franchise deserves an undeniably high quality game, and we are committed to delivering." Uh, oh, no, actually, that's not even the bit. Where is it? Uh, where's the bit about console breaking? Okay, let me just do control and F break. Okay, it's not working. Control F, break. There we go. Console, there we go. Crytek went and claimed that the extra time until release will allow it to get Crisis remastered up to the PC and console breaking standard you've come to expect from Crisis Games. Crisis was so visibly advanced that it was literally your your PC would just go can't play that um, unless you had like absolute top spec. So the game coming out and not being at the pinnacle, as Vivi was saying, of PC gaming. And then coming out and being delayed because it wasn't there, and then just coming out with a little bit of a of a whimper rather than an all singing, all dancing fanfare is a little bit, bit it's, it's it's a bit disappointing for a game that that was so so meme worthy. You, you only get memes if you're really good or really bad, and this got it for the for the right reasons. And now it's just not even going to get memes because people aren't going to be aware if it just mm-hmm. if, if, if it just has a quiet release like that. Um, yeah, it's very. I don't think the term retro pest collector is enough to describe Shales. The man has a problem. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, uh, I'm on the countdown to the required 72 bajillion sprinkles for that ball. Uh, yes, when you get them, <laughs> it's, it's, it's coming your way. Uh, yes, but anyway, anyway, so Crisis Remastered is reportedly hitting PS4 this week with nothing building up to it. There's no fanfare. None of the, uh, the hype moments as people was talking about, none of that. If it just if it just launches silently, is that really is that really what a game series like Crisis deserves? Probably not. Probably not. But then again, when you're in a world that we're in at the moment with with uh, things being delayed, obviously the, the company not wanting to overload its staff in crunch moments, plus COVID and that, that is that the best that we can ask for? Um, maybe not. Maybe not. But, but who knows? Who knows? Anyway, let's move forward uh, just to wrap things up. We have one final story uh, to jump into today. 
Um, I've seen the headline, but I, I don't actually know what this is. I didn't jump in and read it. But that GTA Vice City Online domain registration probably doesn't mean anything. Uh, written by Sharif Saeed for VG247. You shouldn't get your hopes up about any uh, any impending GTA-related announcements. Earlier this week, an old GTA Vice City domain popped up on Reddit. GTA Vice City Online dot com, uh, which is owned by publisher Take Two, was updated in March. Uh, despite the domain having been registered all the way back in 2009, over a year after the release of GTA 4, some suggested it was related to Rockstar's reportedly in development next GTA. A crackpot theory goes that Rockstar is looking to pull a Capcom and title the next game GTA Vice City, um, uh, with the VI representing six. Uh, of course, none of this has any basis in reality. The more likely explanation for the domain's existence, given when it was registered, is that Take-Two could have simply wanted to ensure ownership should it ever need it. Publishers do this all the time, skew domain rights for potential games, uh, names, expansions, and the like, even without a game actually existing. Though this practice can be costly, it's much more preferable uh, to having to bargain with the domain with domain squatters who are likely to ask exorbitant prices to let go of the domain. GTA 6, or whatever Rockstar ends up calling the next entry in the series, is expected sometime in 2023, judging by Take-Two's marketing budget. Um, so the end bit, for those that didn't uh, that didn't stick around or weren't here when we covered that, uh, Take-Two basically has the marketing budget, which when they have big releases is higher, and when they don't, is lower, as you'd expect. Anyway, the no project... <laughs> no, I imagine marketing things that need to be marketed. <laughs> um, but the project, uh, projected marketing budget for 2023 is is like, it's like the same as every year, like the three years before put together, or something like that. Maybe, maybe not that, but that's the point is, it's bigger. So everyone's like, well, that's GTA then. I mean, it hasn't been confirmed, it's just rumour. Uh, but that aside, it could be, could be still three years, well, two and two and a third of a year away from starting 2023. So it could be three years away by the time we get to the end of it. Could be possible, could be possible. Um, but GTAVicityOnline.com being renewed. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is, this yeah, is. I agree from that standpoint that they need to keep on uh, keeping that domain ticking because there's been instances where people will have to fork out an absolute fortune to be able to take that domain back or even a twitter account if someone's taken the uh handle they'll want paying to get it unlocked again so i, I it, it is a costly thing to be able to keep hold of it but it won't cost as much if you don't do it <laughs> exactly the thing is though they don't cost they don't cost that much they cost much for for me and you boots on the ground paying for our own domains or whatever but for a company that that churns that much money for brand protection it's just it's just you just have someone that their job is to just go yeah pop 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 that's three grand for all our domains for the next year gone boom three grand is is okay if three grand has just been made in gta online so that's that paid for Da-da! oh and again and again and again so say so yeah, in that sort of sense i mean it kind of makes sense as well because if you gta online it's a huge name the idea is that gta online will probably be the name going forward but just in case somebody wants to um, take what we're working on in future or just in case someone wants to um, impersonate our brand let's like i wouldn't be surprised if gta vice city online.com is taken because it is that's what we're talking about but also gta san andreas online or or gta los santos online or, or yeah. m- maybe not los santos because that wasn't the name of the release um as such but I wouldn't be surprised if if the named releases like that are protected, just so that not only do they 
have the ability to use them if they want going forward, but to protect themselves from malicious sites out there. Or to protect themselves from, I believe, uh, what was it? It was, I think it was something like um, sonypsp.com or something like that. Or it was, it, it, I don't know if it was that one or if it, or if it was the other way. It was either sonypsp.com or um, nintendods.com, something like that, or .co.uk, something like that. One of them wasn't reserved by the brand, so the other brand went and used it for an advert for their thing. So if you typed in sonypsp.co.uk or whatever it was, um, you'd get uh, the Nintendo DS just pop up on your screen. So you type in Sony PSP, it takes you to a purchase page with links to Nintendo to buy the Nintendo DS, which is <laughs> genius. <laughs> they just go, hey, you want this? Pow, pow, pow. Um, so yeah, it doesn't. It wouldn't surprise me if someone's uh, if someone does that because you you could see like uh, maybe not Saints Row because I mean although there is a new Saints Row coming or something isn't there I, I believe um, but GTA Vice City Online dot com you could see Saints Row going after that I remember when GTA Five launched um, Saints Row paid for a hashtag um, sponsored hashtag trending hashtag for uh, called GAT5, G-A-T-5, named after Johnny GAT, one of the characters from Saints Row. Mm-hmm. Um, so on GTA 5 launch day, um, everyone was tweeting using the hashtag about uh, <laughs> about Saints Row 4 and GAT5. So so they absolutely smashed it. They were trending better, uh, higher than GTA because uh, logic. Anyway, it's that sort of logic of, of protecting it. Well, if, if Saints Row was to do something like that, that would be a very Saints Row thing to do. That would be their kind of brand. Yeah. Not guidelines, but just to be a shit house, that would be a Saints Row thing. <laughs> Not to say that the people who obviously make Saints Row are shit houses. I'm saying that the game itself is it's it's, it's, it's the ideology, it's a, the mantra. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what what do what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Like Shoes. a parody. It's it's like a parody. <laughs> so it would be a shit house thing for them to be able to do. It would be very very on brand for Saints Row to be able to do something like that. It would be. I agree. I agree. David says, didn't Apple get caught out in the early days? They did. Apple.co.uk until within the last five years, maybe. Uh, bearing in mind how long uh, Apple and iPhones and everything have been around. Apple.co.uk until about five years ago went to uh, like a little library website in the UK. It was it was like um, Apple, I don't know, books or something. I don't know. Which is why you'd go to like apple.com slash UK or something like that, which is I think still is the domain now. Apple now have it. And I only hope that that little books or library thing just didn't forget to renew it and actually sold it and got paid because if not, Apple would have spent a bajillion on that. But Apple owned Apple.co.uk now for a long, long time. I remember going, uh, when I was in unit wanting to buy an old iPod like with a spinny wheel clicky thing on the front uh, and typing in Apple.co.uk and being presented with some green web page that looked like it was built on like mm-hmm. 80s BBC, like Macintosh sort of like uh, programs thinking, what the fuck is this? Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't Apple. Not the Apple that I thought it was. Um, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. Apple did get caught out in the old days of that. But yes, GTA Vice City Online probably doesn't mean anything. Although you could expect GTA probably in twenty twenty three as well. More on that over the next three years. We will see. We will see. <laughs> uh, and on that very time relevant bombshell, let's end things. Thank you very much, everyone, for joining us in the stream today. Just a couple of reminders. Um, I will run through exclamation mark giveaway. You only have. Uh, I say only have. You've probably got another 10, 11 days or so, whatever it was. I can't remember the end date uh, to get in involved in our competition to win an Evercade retro gaming console. The link is there. Um, 
it's free to enter. Just do the follows and the and the likes and the retweets and, and, and stuff like that. Follow the link through. There's loads more ways to enter as well. All free, all free. Actually, there's one that's paid, which is paying to sub on Twitch. But if you do that, it's included anyway. Anyway, so yeah, feel free to enter to win uh, our retro gaming console. Um, as well as that, the loot drop, we shared the details of that last night on social media. I did have the news article on screen for those that wanted to see it. I will link you to the tweet now in the chat. Uh, boom, there you go. So that tweet has our loot drop video and all of the subscriber benefits that you get for being a Twitch subscriber or just watching and being a viewer on Twitch. Proud of that, proud of that. Uh, so go watch it. Two and a half minute video for you to watch there, which you can watch whilst we're off air getting set for Masters of the League, which is going to follow this. Myself and Bib um, have finished the season. We are champions of the Premier League. If you didn't see it, spoilers, I apologise. Yeah. Um, so Premiership champions, we're now in the rebuilding phase. We've got a few weeks until the, the season kicks off again. We are in the transfer window, so we want you guys to get involved in the stream and help us choose which players we'll add to Ice Cream Clubs as we look to push into the Champions League next season. Uh, so yeah, that follows. Before we jump into that, though, Bib, is there anything that you'd like to add? Uh, yes, of course. If you do see any video game news that you wish to, for us to be able to talk about, and you also have uh, some thoughts and impressions that you want to deal in with yourself, then all you need to do is find us on social media. It's at Ice Cream Uploads across all major social media pro uh, platforms. If you are in the chat, you should see them pop up in the second. Uh, the second way is obviously via Discord. We have a little section in there called The Scoop. All you need to do is put your thoughts and impressions along with the URL to the article itself. And then what we'll do in the very next show, we'll give you our thoughts and impressions. And that'll be at what time tomorrow, Mr. Graham Day? 10 a.m. Ish. Ish. We went live at 10.59 today. So, you know, 10 a.m. ish. It's, it's, it's that, <laughs> that sort of ish. Um, but yes, we are going to drop off and we will come back with Masters of the League very, very imminently. Let me just, just a quick look at something before we do go off. Uh, Yeah, I was just making sure. I was just looking, just seeing, got some messages from the team. I didn't know whether it was going to be anything to share on stream, but it's not. It's just that the uh, the that video that we were talking about is now on YouTube, so we'll have the link for that set up probably in the next stream as well. But there we go. There we go. Um, we're going to drop off. We'll come back on Masters of the League right here on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads in about 10, 15 minutes-ish, something like that. So feel free to stick around. Talk amongst yourselves. It's fine. The chat still remains there. Even when we're offline, you can keep talking. Do, do what you want. Do what you want. Um, but yeah, we'll be back in a few. Until then, have yourselves a fantastic day. If you're not back in for Masters of the League, um, Madge just dropped in. Uh, we are going to go off and come back, Madge. Don't go anywhere. Stay there. We'll see you soon. But yeah, until then, stay frosty.